Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 9, titled, The Devil You Know. Yet another fantastic, fantastic episode uh, that brilliantly gives us a satisfying payoff to everything the last episode set up. To everything uh, that Episode 8 set up for us. Like, this all delivers on everything that episode promised. And it does it in spectacular, spectacular fashion. Uh, So this episode basically split up into two halves. There's two concurrent storylines going on here. Uh, I guess we'll start with literally the one that picks up right where the last one left off. The last episode, we left things. Martine had found Shaw, uh, had tracked her to her day job at this makeup store. And the two are, like, staring each other down, like, five seconds away from a major confrontation. And literally the first scene of this episode is that confrontation. And, oh boy, is it big. Oh boy, is it massive. Like, they, the two of them get into this insanely large gunfight. That is just so... Utterly brutal and so chaotic and so tense and brilliantly staged. Eventually, in the midst of all this, Shaw is able to get out. She is rescued by Root, and the two of them escape. The rest of the episode for them is Root trying to get Shaw back to the subway. Is Root trying to get Shaw to safety so that she can remain in seclusion and not be a danger to everyone else on the team. And so, they're kind of working their way throughout the city, using the shadow map. Uh, There's this great sequence where they're in the back of a truck, and they're just sort of hiding in the truck, hiding in the truck. Uh, Fusco stops the truck and is able to get them out of there, and actually... This results in Martine coming to question Fusco, saying, Hey, I'm from the DEA. What's a homicide detective doing uh, making a drug drug stop? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's a solid, like, two seconds where you think she's got Fusco made. And then Fusco's like, Yeah, well, we, uh, we uh, we are allowed to make drug stops because of a joint task force we got going with narcotics. Uh, in fact, the DEA was notified about this. Uh, the lead agent uh, should have filled you in. Uh, it's this guy, right? He should have should have told you. Uh, I'll call him and let him know. And like, she's just like, "Oh crap! I got the I got the smart cop shit." <laughs> um, 
never mind, bye. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Root and Shaw are making their way to the subway as Martine is searching for them. And actually, in Martine's search, she did figure out via that confrontation that somehow Samaritan is blind to Shaw. Somehow Samaritan is blind to Shaw and by by definition the rest of them. By definition everyone else on that team. And Greer, hey, Greer is in here. Greer week continues. Greer week day two. Greer is like, yeah, there's uh, no flaws in Samaritan's code. So that doesn't... uh, that doesn't pan out at all. Uh, so I guess, um, yeah, the machine somehow affecting Samaritan's sight when it comes to these people. Guess you gotta deal with that. Uh, sucks for you. And Shaw, meanwhile, throughout the entirety of this, is like itching for a fight. Itching for getting in the action. Like, does not like the idea of being secluded. Does not like the idea of being hidden away. And in doing this, when Shaw finds out that Reese is in the midst of protecting Elias, more on that later, Shaw's like, oh, well, I'm in. I'm definitely not. I- I'm definitely not sitting this one out. I'm definitely not uh, going to let this one uh, go on without me. I'm going for Reese. And Root's like, no, no, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. That's not happening. And then Shaw's like, okay, how about this? You tell me where Reese is or I'll come right, I'll walk right into the cameras right now and just let myself be killed because you're so concerned about me. Uh, if I, if I can't be in the action, I'll just let myself get killed. I'll just let myself get shot and killed. And Root's like, okay, fine. I'll take you to Reese. Root takes Shaw to not Reese's location and while Shaw's not looking, drugs her, knocks her out. <laughs> and Shaw has this great moment where she's got, like, her hand on Root's throat, like, I will end you. And Root's like, you can end me all you want as soon as you're done with your nap. <laughs> like, Root's just not having any of Shaw's shit. Root is not into any of this. And Root's eventually able to get Shaw back to the subway, and uh, she is going nappy time as she starts her seclusion from the rest of the world. Now, while all of this is happening, of course we have uh, Reese and Finch working Elias's number. Uh, and protecting Elias from the Brotherhood. This storyline, this episode in general, like, with the Martine and Shaw stuff, but, like, this storyline in particular, it does not give you a single second to breathe. It really, really doesn't. Like, it starts up, as soon as Reese shows up to Elias and is like, hey, the Brotherhood's trying to kill you, and Elias is like, nah, and then one of his guys turns on him, Right from that moment, like, it's just constant. Like, it just, it starts, and then it just goes and 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 goes. There's never a second to get your breath. There's never a second where the tension eases up. It just, it just keeps going 
rapid fire constantly just all the way to the end uh so elias has found out that uh very few people under his control are now still under his control uh he has figured out that oh boy um turns out a lot of my guys have uh partnered up with the brotherhood oops um, guess I misjudged this entire situation. And so, Reese and Elias and his right-hand man, who we haven't really been talking about a lot throughout this entire series, because he's mostly just been background, uh, but Scarface. This Scarface dude. He, uh, the three of them are on the run. And Elias makes a stop at this one building. That he's renovating. Uh, Apparently it's where his accountant's office is. On the penthouse. In the penthouse. On the top floor. And apparently he's got something stashed there. That he wants to. That he wants to get. That he wants to recover. And he goes up to. The penthouse. While the Brotherhood are surrounding it. While the Brotherhood are surrounding this building, uh, brings up this secret vault, starts to enter a code in, and then the Brotherhood's right there, and Reese is like, Hey! No! You're coming with me! You, you cannot stay here and get anything from this vault! We have to go now! And they go through this secret passage to get out of the penthouse and escape. But, in the midst of escaping... Scarface stays behind and gets captured. Holds them off long enough for Elias and Reese to escape and gets captured. Elias is not happy about this. Elias apparently has a really, really deep connection to this dude. Anthony is his real name. We find out in this episode. And apparently, like, he loves this dude. They were in a group home together... Uh, they go way, 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 way back. He's always been there for him. He's always been at his side. Like, they have this really, really long-lasting friendship. And so he's very distraught over the capture of Anthony. And while expressing this, he gets a call from Dominic saying, Hey, I'll let him go if you turn yourself in. I'll let him go if you turn yourself into me. And let me get control of everything. That is the only situation in which he gets let go. Now, Elias wants to, like, just jump at this. Wants to be like, okay, cool, yay! Uh, I, I, I'm getting, I'm gonna bring myself into Dominic, and then Anthony will be free, and then Scarface will be free. And Reese is like, No! I'm here to protect you. If you turn yourself in, Dominic will kill you. I'm not doing this. I'm not letting this happen. So, Finch is working and uh, has got this makeshift radar system of the building up and running. And basically leads them to the least bad exit. The least compromised exit. They get out. 
And then Elias immediately pulls a gun on Reese and is like, Hey, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you, uh, lay down your life for me. I gotta get Scarface. I gotta go back for Scarface. You, the, the only way in which nobody gets killed is if I turn myself in. You cannot take out, uh, you cannot take on an entire building's worth of guns. You cannot take on an entire building's worth of armed goons. I'm going in, end of discussion. And then, like, backs into the building, locks the door behind him. And so now Reese can't get in, at least not before Elias goes up and turns himself in. Now, as Reese is making his way up to... Uh, back into the building and up to where Dominic is holding Elias, Elias is like, okay, you got me. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. And Dominic's like, oh, I'll let him go as soon as you tell me the code to that vault because I really, really, really want to get into that vault. And Elias is like, no, like, let him go first. Let him go first. Then I'll give you the code to the vault. Let him go first. And Dominic calls his right hand, has him put Scarface on the phone, and Scarface is like, hey, boss, give him the code. Do it now, or else, like, they're not gonna let me go. It's not happening. Just give them the code. Just give them the code. Just do it. And Elias gives him the code. And guess what? It turns out the code he gave them set off a bomb. The code he gave them set off a bomb in the vault. And, like, Dominic's right-hand guy is able to get out, like, just in time, but everyone else, including Scarface, goes up in a fiery explosion. So, yeah, there's that. While this is happening, uh, Reese rescues Elias. Reese is able to get Elias out of there. And so Elias is gone. Elias is on the run. They didn't get anything that they thought they would get. So the Brotherhood is... Has one question mark? They've won question mark. There's a big asterisk by their win. They didn't get anything they wanted, but they now kind of have control over the entire city, and Elias is on the run. But now Dominic is, like, really, really interested in, like, figuring out, like, what this Detective Riley and the woman who pulled him from the ambulance and whoever's bankrolling them. He's really, really interested in that. Uh, Now that Elias is no longer on the plate, he's devoting his full attention to that. He is devoting his full attention to Reese and Shaw and Finch. And we get this great ending where Elias meets one of his old friends, the accountant that he mentioned earlier. Uh, Apparently he was also in the group home with Elias and Scarface. The two of them reminisce. Uh, He calls Finch and is like, hey, uh, just so you know... I'm going to get vengeance on Dominic. I'm going to make him pay for Anthony's murder. 
either help me when I come back and when I start doing this, either help me or stay out of my way. Either help me or don't get involved at all. And we also find out that that building that he was renovating was the group home that he grew up in. And the reason he was so interested in reviving it was because he wanted to... He wanted to have this ace in the hole. He wanted to have this group home sort of revitalized and be like sort of this last resort base of operations in case exactly what happened in this episode happened. And there's one moment where he's in a room and he's like, I hate this room. I don't like this room. And it turns out that's where the the children were disciplined if they got out of line. Code word for beaten. So that was the connection to that building. But yeah, Elias is like on the warpath to take out Dominic. So Dominic has control for now until Elias comes back, in which case shit's about to get fucked up. So yeah, interesting place to leave it. Uh, As we continue on with Greer Week, I am way too excited for this. Three more days of Greer Week. Three more. An entire week of uninterrupted Greer. Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, solid episode all around. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, as simple as just to push on a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I will put up there once every single month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 10. Talk to you then.